This week on the old Ski Rexpedia podcast, I present to you a history lesson and some ammunition for your Opry adventures. All that on this week's Ski Rexpedia podcast. How you doing, everybody? Tim from Ski Rexpedia here once again, welcoming you to another brand new Ski Rexpedia podcast. The Ski Rexpedia podcast is brought to you in part by Whaleback Mountain. Have you been out to check out Whaleback Mountain yet? If you haven't, I think you should. Very easy to find, wicked accessible, wicked easy to get to. Right off of exit 16, off of I-89 in New Hampshire, in Enfield, New Hampshire. Super easy. You can not only see the mountain from the interstate, but the mountain is practically on the interstate. And if you think I'm exaggerating, wait till you go there and check it out. Whaleback Mountain has everything you could want in a ski mountain in a small package. Do you want groomed runs? They have groomed runs. Do you want natural runs? They have natural runs. Do you want steeps? They have steeps. Do you want not so steep? They have that too. They have a learning area, rental shop, all the stuff that you would expect. They have it. They can take care of you and it is awesome. People love it. I was there the other day working lifts. It was snowing. There was powder and people were happy. Not a bad word was to be said by anyone. Whaleback Mountain is great and you will love it. Go ahead and check it out. Whaleback.com. Whaleback Mountain in Enfield, New Hampshire. I love it. It's my home mountain. I'm there all the time. Plus, I work lifts there, too, a couple nights a week. So stop by and say hi. Whaleback Mountain. Ski it to believe it. Please subscribe to the Ski Rex Media Podcast on Podbean, on Patreon for an ad-free early experience, on YouTube, or on your favorite podcasting app. The Ski Rex Media Podcast is available at a lot of places. Go to your favorite one and search Ski Rex Media Podcast and the podcast will pop up for you. Also, remember to follow Ski Rex Media on social media, Instagram, Facebook, Twitter, LinkedIn even. And don't forget to check out the Ski Rex Media website at skirexmedia.com. There you'll find links to everything, including the podcast, including my partners and affiliates, including the Ski Rex Media merch shop, including the Speak Pipe voicemail, which we'll get back into here in a minute. And you can also find the Ski Rex Media newsletter. You can sign up for the newsletter. Comes out every week the day after the podcast. So that's on a Thursday. It has information about that current week's podcast and other things that I want to get out there. Stories, updates, whatever it is, it will be in the newsletter. Please, if you are so inclined, head to the website, head to the social media, subscribe, sign up anywhere you want. Head to Patreon, sign up there. Uh, there's a whole other feature there, the Poser Chronicles, my ebook, e-zine. Check that out if you would at patreon.com slash skirexmedia, and there's links to all of this in the description. Now, let's get on with the program. I mentioned just a minute ago the SpeakPipe uh, link on skirexmedia.com. You go there, and you can leave a voicemail for Skirex Media. For me, Tim from Skirex Media. I wanted to use it in part as a way to do a question and answer episode. I, I, I want to do a fan interaction episode, a listener interaction episode, social media fan interaction episode of the podcast. I think it would be fun. And there are some uh, voicemails coming in. There are some emails coming in because you can send me an email as well, but they're not coming in really, really fast, like not enough to make one big episode. So 
This is the second week I'm doing the new segment where I go get one of those voicemails if I have one ready and I drop it in here and I address the question, the query, the shout out, whatever goofy thing you want to tell me, you could do it. Again, you can send questions. You can send shout outs to your friends, wives, boyfriends, girlfriends, dog, cat, whatever it is, your favorite mountain. You can send all those shout outs. You can give me questions, comments, queries. You can give me criticism as long as you're not being a total dick. And if you send something weird, I'll address that too, man. I don't mind weird. I embrace the weird, right? Right. So here, let me play this week's voicemail for you, and then we'll address it. Hi, Tim. I noticed in your crotchet mountain video that you take uh, your video footage with um, a bare hand. And I just wanted to know how you keep it warm because um, I saw it was just out and it was a cold day and it looks cold. And I was just curious how you handle that. So that might be an interesting topic. Thanks, Tim. So first, that voicemail was from Anonymous. Uh, you don't have to send your name. You don't. You absolutely do not have to you, you know, use your name when you send it in. It's awesome if you want credit, if you want your shout out, and if the uh, person who left this question uh, would like their shout out after all, you know, let me know. We'll get it done. But to address it... How do I keep my hands warm when I'm using my phone? So let's do this. Not, I won't take too long, but I will do a little bit longer. I could just say three words about this and, and be done, but I'm not going to. So here's the deal. My action camera is a, hero, a GoPro Hero 3 Plus, so it's wicked, wicked old. I don't mind that. It, it records 1080, you know, HD uh, video and whatnot and I don't mind that except for the fact that it has no stabilization which I've now gotten accustomed to I am now a stabilization stabilization snob um, and the other problem is it's very old it is very old so it, it it has some quirks now it really doesn't work right I fixed it before there's something wrong with the shutter button I and now I think it's gone beyond the point where I can fix it and so it, it'll turn on and off at will. Well, no, it'll stop recording at will, as I should say. So I've gone to using my phone. Now, that's awesome, too. I have a Pixel 4a, obviously not the most new phone, but it has a pretty awesome camera in it, which can take 4K video, which makes editing so much easier, not from a performance standpoint, but there's a lot of things you can do when you have this giant resolution video. And if I edit in a lesser resolution, I can fake pans and I can fake zooms and I can do all this fun stuff and it works really well. Plus my phone has wicked good stabilization, wicked good stabilization. And I know that the video editor I use also has staple stabilization, post stabilization capabilities, but they're not quite as good as when you do it on the fly. So our caller, our, our voicemail lever is correct. I, at Crotchet Mountain and many places, sometimes I have to go barehanded to work the phone. Why? Because my gloves can't tap the screen. I don't have gloves that can uh, uh, be used with the screen. That happens. But even more so, it's just being able to actually feel the phone and grab it with my hand always feels safer because I don't want to lose it. I don't want to drop it. If I drop it, I don't think it'll be a big deal. It'll get wet, but if I pick it up quick enough, it should be okay. It's losing it that becomes the problem at that point. The I, I do it with bare hand because you can feel it's just easier with bare hands. In the cold, I just grin and bear it. I just take it. I can't keep warm when my hands are out. Um, 
after the fact, after my hands are raw and windburned and chapped, I pr- I prefer to use bag balm. I lather my hands up with bag balm and put on cloth gloves, and that repairs them. So that works out pretty well. The skin on my hands gets repaired, all the chapping and stuff. Plus bag balm, Vermont company um, from up there in Lindenville. So, you know, local company for me. I've been right past there many times. I've been to Lindenville many, many times. I actually used to live in St. Johnsbury for a little while. I lived in St. Johnsbury, which is one town south of Lindenville. I, I, I I have no way to keep my hands warm other than to... You know, use my phone with gloves, which, again, I'm not fond of doing necessarily because it just doesn't feel the same. And I don't want to lose my phone because that would suck, you know, and uh, the only the only thing I can do to really, really work on that is to pick up a new camera. That That's what I'm going to have to do. I'm going to have to bite the bullet and pick up a new action camera that I can strap to myself. I mean, there's ways I could strap my phone to myself, I'm sure, for hands-free use. But in the end, I'm going to get a new action camera. Um, I'm kind of eyeing up the Insta360, the one, uh, what is it called, the X3, I believe is its its its, it's maker model or model and make, whatever it is. I can't remember offhand, which kind of sucks because I really like it. And I would like to get into that 360 with all the great stabilization and all that stuff. But the short answer is... I can't keep my hands warm until I put them back in my gloves when I'm, you know, when I'm using my phone, which most of the time is without gloves and my hands freeze and they get windburned and chapped and it stinks, but I get some decent video. So that's something, you know, so there you go. I, I wish I had a better answer for you because there's no tricks or tips. I just grin, bear it and go with it. And it just happens to work out. And if it's really, really too cold, I will put the glove on and take my chances. That's what I do. That's 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 what I got for you. So thank you for your voicemail, Anonymous. That was really awesome. Thank you for your question. I am happy to answer it. Again, if you'd like to play along, please go to speakpipe.com slash skirexmedia. Or you can go to skirexmedia.com and you can record it there as well. Same service. Right? Right now, we're going to get on with our program that's a bit of a history lesson, and we're going to talk about Opry as we get into it with Ryan and Jay from the 10th Mountain Whiskey and Spirits Company out there in Vail, Colorado. God, I hope I didn't butcher that, but here's the interview, and I hope you enjoy it, and stay tuned through it because I have a discount code if you want to try some of their spirits, whiskey, bourbon, moonshine vodka that's the one i'm gonna try there is a code later in the episode and it will also be in the description here you go check out this interview one time thank you and i'll be back at the end today on the ski rex media podcast we're once again going to find people who know things that i don't now we're going to do something that's a little bit more i would say in brian and mario's wheelhouse brian and mario from the ski bum podcast my friends uh my peers my cohorts we've skied together a couple times and hung out at the snowbound expo they know probably do a little bit better here with some of this but i'm still good enough and those guys love me and I love them. And we're just trying to make friends and learn stuff. And we're going to learn a little history. We're going to learn a little bit about Opry. We're going to learn about all kinds of stuff today. So today we're going to start with Ryan Thompson. How are you, sir? Hey, Tim. I'm doing well, bud. Thanks for having us. Awesome. And then Jay Baldessari. How you doing, brother? Fantastic. Awesome. Cool. Now, these guys... 
Jay reached out to me. He's like, hey, you know what might be good for your podcast? I said, what might be good for my podcast? Because I'll take ideas from anybody. I don't care. But let's not be silly and be jerks about it, kids. Make it ski-related if you can. And we are. He said, Jay says to me, 10th Mountain Whiskey and Spirit Company out in Colorado. I was like, 10th Mountain, I know that's something, but I didn't know it had anything to do with spirits and whiskey and it does and that's where we're going to get in what's what we're going to get into today so we will start since we have a three-piece three-way conversation we're going to start with ryan ryan tell us who you are and what you do yeah tim and not only uh spirits and whiskey but also the whole uh, skiing industry as we know today and uh 10th mountain is one of the uh most deployed uh, uh units here in our military as well so we got a lot to talk about here. Uh, my name is Ryan Thompson, CEO and founder of 10th Mountain Whiskey and Spirit Company, a craft distillery located in the Vail Valley in Colorado, just a few miles north of where uh, the 10th Mountain originated in the 1940s. Perfect. And Jay, what do you do here, my friend? I am a sales rep um, for 10th Mountain Whiskey. I got the Northeast Territory. So I'm out here just trying to break, break in the uh, market. Awesome. And we love that. We love that having, you know, New Englanders. In fact, right before we got started, Jay and I were both saying we're going to be at Stowe tomorrow, quite coincidentally. And shout out to Scooter, who's going to be there as well. So let's get started, man. Let's talk about how. So let's let's do a quick history lesson on the 10th Mountain, what it was. I I think most of us have a general idea anyway, but can we go over a little bit, uh, a little bit more than just a general idea or as close as you can? Yeah, Tim. Absolutely right. It's something that we get a chance to do on a daily basis at our taste room at the base of Vale Ski Mountain, or at our taste room at the distillery, which is a few minutes west of Vale. But uh, and it's a lot of people have a general understanding of Tenth Mountain and maybe a little bit of the history. But uh, I've become friends with a lot of the soldiers that have served at Fort Drum in Watertown, New York, which is about an hour north of Syracuse, uh, where the Tenth uh, Mountain is headquartered. Uh, I've had a chance. I've become friends with a lot of guys that have served in Louisiana at Fort Polk. And uh, a lot of the soldiers uh, don't really understand the history, don't even know the history, although they have, might have served in 10th for uh, X amount of years, one or two years, or maybe even 20 years. Uh, they don't uh, really understand or know the history of the 10th Mountain. And it's one of the most historic military divisions that the, the uh, U.S. has. They were uh, originated uh, or started in the 1940s as a mountain warfare specific army division. And they started at a place called Camp Hale, which is uh, just about 15 uh, miles south as the crow flies from Vail. And uh, they trained there in the mountains for a couple years uh, as a mountain warfare specific division in order to go and kick some serious ass in World War II uh, and help uh, uh, help win uh, some significant battles. Uh, when they returned home, they wanted to share the sport of skiing, the outdoor lifestyle with their friends and family, and in essence started the modern day ski industry as we know. Uh, over 60 different ski resorts across the country were started by 10th Mountain Vets, a number of them up in the Northeast, a number of them here in Colorado, and then also a number of them in uh, Northern California, Tahoe area. Uh, uh, Nike was actually founded by a 10th Mountain Vet as well. So Phil Knight's business partner is a guy named Bill Bowerman. Uh, so that's sticking with the outdoor lifestyle, the shoe industry, obviously, and what Nike's built there. Fletzel Climbing Gear was started by a 10th Mountain Vet. Ski and Skiing Magazine were started by 10th Mountain Vets. Um, they had a huge influence in uh, the progression of ski boots and bindings and skis uh, and, and how those have been shaped and formed over the last 
60 years or so, right? Uh, 70 cool. years even. And, and so um, we were starting the distillery uh, about 10, 11 years ago. And uh, we're looking for a name. What are we going to name? It? And we're like, well, hell, we want to be here skiing this great mountain. Vail Mountain was started by a 10th Mountain vet. Uh, we want to be able to live a free life here in America without our men and women of the United States military. And so we put it all together. And we're like, well, hell, let's name it in honor of the 10th Mountain uh, Army Division and use it as a platform to support different military nonprofits across the country. So that's been a goal of ours since day one. And it's something that we're very proud of is our uh, philanthropic efforts. Uh, not only here in our backyard, but across the country as well. So, excellent. So that's a lot of that's a lot going on there. And the Tenth Mountain is, I would say, is famous. Like that is a famous name. People at least know and they've heard it. You know, it's even been, um, well, gosh, a pop culture reference is the Tenth Mountain was referenced in the film Black Hawk Down, where. I don't know their yeah. significance in the actual story in, in, in Mogadishu, but it did happen. They are real. You know, that's that wasn't some kind of um, uh, artistic license that was taken by by the filmmakers. That is a very real thing. No, um, Tim, also, to your point, to interrupt you there on that, Black Hawk no, Down just, uh, just had, had the 30th anniversary this past October. Uh, so that would happen in October in 93. And yeah, 10th Mountain Armed Division was right in the thick of, of that um, confrontation there. I've got a close friend of mine uh, that was in it. He said it was the longest night of his life. He was in 10th at the time. Um, he is now a distiller. And uh, yeah, it's, so yeah, it's a very real, uh, real deal. And, and not only uh, there in, in um, Mogadishu back in the early 90s, but certainly uh, since uh, 2001, September 11th, uh, our uh, 10th Mountain Army Division has been the most deployed unit as well. So yeah, to your point. Absolutely. And I think, geez, if you are a um, if you have military friends or military family, it doesn't matter the branch. You probably have shaken hands with someone who has um, been in 10th Mountain and deployed for that matter. Um, I know I've met more than my share of 10th Mountain vets. Um, I will say that most of the people I know were in the Corps and the Navy, but I know a few Army guys, too. So it's a lot of fun. Now, Ryan, you yourself uh, served. Yes or no? No, I was not in the army. Uh, I did not serve. Uh, certainly in my in my family, my dad, my granddad, my brother-in-law. Brother-in-law was an army ranger. Dad was in the army and navy. Um, uh, granddad was an officer in the army as well. Uh, and so I'm just a proud patriot that loves to support our military uh, in in really creative ways and uh, through the philanthropic work that we do through the distillery. So, cool. Very good. How has the uh... How have the veterans in the current active um, 10th Mountain taken to it? Like, do they, are you, are you like getting famous within that or <laughs> what do you think? Uh, you know, I'm not going to toot my own horn, but certainly we're well supported by uh, the uh, active 10th Mountain soldiers and, and, and a bunch Very of the vets. Cool. We have two veterans, uh, two 10th Mountain vets as brand ambassadors on our team. Actually, one, one is coming on board with us full time on the West Coast here soon. Uh, I've become uh, not only friends, uh, but close friends and supporters and um, of uh, not only the top echelon in the 10th of command sergeant majors and of the active sol uh, active generals, the commanding generals uh, and retired generals, but then on down to uh, even cadets at West Point. Uh, okay. We are distributed around the West Point area, and I've uh, gotten to know a lot of the West Point cadets. Uh, that move through the ranks there for with their four years and then move on into an officer position after that. So uh, it kind of runs runs the gamut, which uh, I love. Uh, it, it's it's a, an amazing, humbling 
uh, position to be in here. Uh, when you come into our tasting room in Vail Village, you'll see a bunch of uh, military memorabilia that's been gifted to us. Uh, we have become the, the uh, military bar in Vail. A lot of a lot of military will walk in and and uh, have comments along the lines of, "This is the last thing I thought I'd see in Vail Village as a, a military centric." Uh, bar tasting room. So uh, it's great to hear that and great to have uh, vets and active soldiers alike come in and join us uh, for a dram or two and, and swap some stories. So, um, but certainly get a lot of support from uh, Fort Drum and the headquarters at 10th Mountain. So awesome. Well, that's awesome. Now, before we get into the uh, Colorado, like local, like you said, if you're, you've, you kind of turned into the to the military bar and that's great. We'll shoot over to Jay. Now, Ryan, you are in Colorado right now, right? That's correct. You oh, got it. See, so now we're coming out of the sky down here closer to sea level with Jay over here um, in New England, man. Now, again, as Ryan said, um, 10th Mountain formed in Colorado. Now is, um, excuse me, trains out there in uh, Fort Drum in Watertown, New York, um, an area that I am familiar with. I know that part, man. How do people take to it here in New England? You trying to sell the stuff um with the history of it because it is well known here like if you go to the new england ski museum off in franconia there's mention of 10th mountain as well how is it how, how is it accepted by not not necessarily the veterans but just anybody else you come across who may know about the 10th mountain well especially up in new hampshire maine and vermont we've been received very very well uh, obviously they know the history with the 10th they're familiar with the 10th We've been we've been crushing it, to tell you the truth. It's been very, very, very good. Awesome. And that's what I like to hear. I like to hear that, you know, because Opre is a big to-do in the ski industry, Opre Ski. Um, sometimes I feel a little out of place being not a drinker anymore. And some people say, well, why don't you do it? I'd be like, because I'm a lightweight, too, and I, <laughs> I can't even drive home. So I just don't bother anymore. It's just less convenient, you know. Uh, although I did notice you do you do make a vodka as well, and that I was actually kind of interested in. I might try that sometime. Um, I was a vodka drinker back in the day because it's not just whiskey, kids. He's got a whole lineup here at 10th Mountain Whiskey and Spirit, the and Spirit part. So there you go. <laughs> whole lineup, and we'll get into that too. Um, so what are we doing? Like, uh, Jay, are you just doing to, like, stores for personal? Is it going into, like, bars, restaurants? Like, are you... Do you have a specific, uh, uh, like a specific market, or are you anywhere that it might show up? All of the above, to tell you the truth. We get, we are, we're in liquor stores. We're getting into restaurants, um, promoting it, doing tastings, doing events. So we are podcasts. <laughs> so we're, hey. uh, yeah, exactly. <laughs> and some of the resorts as well, right, Jay? Didn't the, the Trap the, Family Resort uh, bring us on board as well? So yeah, yeah, the Von Trap. I mean, I grew up ski racing on these tenth founded mountains, so tenth has a special place with me. So uh, yeah, it goes hand in hand. Skiing in the tenth without these guys, skiing wouldn't be what it is today. So they're very awesome, man. That's yeah. That's great. That's fantastic. I, I I love to hear it. And I love like it's 10th Mountain Whiskey and Spirit Company doesn't seem to be like a poser thing that's, you know, just go in the in the market, in, in the ski industry now and using this name to make a sale like you guys are legitimate. You, you it's it's truly like, hey, we're not being dicks here. We're honoring the real men who've done this, the real soldiers and whatnot. Is that correct? Yeah, Tim, it's something it's something uh, that's super uh, important to us. 
we know we're hanging our, our hat on uh, the 10th Mountain name. Uh, so every decision that we make on a daily basis, we make sure we take that into account. We make sure we want to represent the 10th Mountain in the right manner uh, from uh, not only um, on our, on, our, on our daily decisions and, and with people coming to join us at our tasting rooms, like you said, for a, a cocktail during opera, uh, once they get off the hill, a lot of the times they don't have a, uh, they don't know that the run they just took down on Vail Mountain is called Reaver Ridge, the longest run of Vail Mountain, but that's named in honor the, of one of the uh, significant battles that 10th Mountain uh, fought in World War II. Uh, and so we get, a, we get an opportunity to sit here and educate uh, civilians, soldiers, uh, veterans, all alike, uh, on the history and the importance of 10th Mountain, not only in uh, the skiing industry, but also in, in everyday life and our, and our everyday freedom. And so it's something that we take uh, very seriously. Um, we're all very patriotic. Uh, we're 15 full-time employees and a couple part-time. We're all very patriotic and want to make sure that uh, the men and women of the United States military feel supported by what we're doing. Uh, and we want to continue our efforts uh, to support a bunch of different uh, uh, military nonprofits that are out there as well. So, Cool, man. So let's, uh, let, let, let's, let's talk about that. As someone who's never been to Colorado at all, let alone the area you're in. One of these days, I will get there. I will make the time. I swear. Um, let Let's talk about how close. Like you're in Vail, Colorado, the town of, or like in the outskirts. Like how close? If someone were to come down from the mountain and visit you, how long would that take? Yeah. So our tasting room is right in Vail Village. Uh, from uh, clicking off your skis at the base of Vail Mountain, it is about sixty steps to our tasting room. So that would take about a, oh, one wow. minute. So okay. we're, we're right at the base of Vail Mountain there. And so that's our tasting room uh, where you can uh, get to know all seven spirits that we make. Like you alluded to, we make four different kinds of whiskey, a brandy, a vodka, and a cordial. So seven spirits total. And we get really creative with those seven spirits with different cocktails that we offer at the tasting room. And, of course, uh, have a bunch of merch, hats, and T-shirts and whatnot. But then our distillery is uh, in a little lower rent district than Vail Village, if you will, which is uh, in, a, in a town called Gypsum, which is about 30 minutes west. And that's a 7,000 square foot manufacturing facility that also includes a tasting room as well. And we do tours there. You can come in, do uh, tasting, sit down at the bar, hang out, uh, take a tour of the manufacturing facility, et cetera. So, uh, but to your point, uh, we do have a tasting room right at the base of Ale Ski Mountain right there close. So that's really cool. So, yeah, you can go experience the 10th Mountain. You can go get these 10th Mountain experience right right on the hill basically so that's awesome it is right there or if you want the full experience head on out to the to to, to, to the distillery and check out the whole thing now you say there is an education part to this i like that so when you come you do your tasting experience you do the tour how does the, how do you work the the education of the 10th mountain in with with the distillery business I yeah guess. tim it's something we lead with actually the the history is so rich with the 10th mountain there's so much to talk about and we have so many uh, uh, different items on display at our distillery that's been gifted to us by different 10th Mountain soldiers and different military. So it's a lot of fun for us to start a tour off with the history of the 10th Mountain, make sure our guests know uh, our namesake and why it's important to us, and point out a couple of the different items that we've received, anything anywhere from, um, from our challenge coins and patches to different pieces of art and flags that have flown over in Afghanistan uh, to some really uh, unique items, uh, some some spurs from the cavalry division, 
some different certificates. Uh, we uh, helped raise some money for a memorial that is outside of the um, uh, that's outside of the Infantry Museum in Columbus. Uh, so that's so we have uh, a picture of that on display that we like to talk about. And then also different nonprofits that we support throughout the year is something we lead with as well. So uh, it's something that uh, first and foremost, we talk about the 10th Mountain Army Division and then our support, the military. And then we get into how, how spirits are made and what makes our spirits unique and what's going on with those. And then we'll finish with a tasting of either all four whiskeys or all seven spirits, depending on what uh, the guests want. So. Very cool. Very cool. All right, then, uh, Jay, how, how have you have you been able to get back to Colorado to uh, or get into Colorado to have the experience? Or are you just an East Coast sales rep waiting just like me that you'll get there eventually? No, I actually spent eight years in uh, Vail, Colorado. So I knew cool. about uh, Ryan and the 10th Mountain Whiskey and Spirits while living there. Um, definitely get back to Colorado. We do an annual hut trip every year. And that's oh, actually uh, which is really cool. We go and stay in one of the 10th mountain huts on the, where they actually used to go up and train in. So. And that's uh, what Jay's yeah. alluding to there. It's a, uh, it's a volunteer weekend that we do with our whole crew. We do a bunch of maintenance on one of the huts, um, a bunch of uh, cleaning, repair work, et cetera, inventory counts on, on all their equipment. Uh, and then certainly at night, we're, we're, we're known to pop open a bottle of whiskey or two and enjoy ourselves as well. So it's a fun camaraderie weekend that uh, we have a good time with and also help out the 10th Mountain Hut Association at the same time. So, so you, you, as you were saying, and, and that kind of speaks to this as well, you, 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 do, you do support a lot of other organizations, man. Do you want to run through a list of those? Are there too many to run through a list of? Yeah, there, there are a number of them, Tim, to your point, but certainly we'll mention a few here in our backyard is the Vail Veterans Program, which takes wounded vets from around the country and reintroduces them to an outdoor lifestyle, outdoor sports in the wintertime. It's skiing, it's snowboarding in the summertime, it's golfing and mountain biking. Uh, and, 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 uh, they support them, give them whatever kind of physical challenges that they have sustained in the war. Oftentimes, it's a single amputee, double amputee, triple amputee, burn victims, you name it. Uh, and so they've done an amazing job over the last 20 years and have not only changed the veterans' lives, but also the families of the veterans as well. Uh, it's an incredible organization. and It's one of our, our favorites to support. It just happens to be here in our backyard. Uh, one of our uh, guys that's on board with us uh, is uh, a Marine. And he sits on the board of a organization called Base Camp 40, which takes uh, veterans from uh, around the country to on hunting and fishing expeditions around the world. And so he sits on the board of that. It's another company called Base Camp 40 that we like to support. Uh, here statewide, uh, we do a lot of work with the Colorado Veterans Project, and then they disperse their funds accordingly. Uh, I'm wearing a shirt today with the C4 Foundation, which is a uh, organization out in San Diego that supports uh, the Navy SEALs and their families. Uh, we do a lot of work with the 10th Foundation and do some work with, uh, up at Fort Drum as well. Uh, um, supported the uh, Medal of Honor Library at the Army-Navy Country Club this past uh, Veterans Weekend. Uh, so the list goes on. Uh, there's a large list on our website as well, different organizations that we support, but there's always uh, new ones coming into our fold. Uh, it's hard to say no, there's so many great organizations. The Shepherd's Men is the organization out of Atlanta, Georgia that we support that uh, does some great work with uh, traumatic brain uh, injury, traumatic brain disorder, uh, and also PTSD. And so 
uh, it's very, again, it's important to us to make sure that we support these different organizations that are supporting our military. Because we recognize that without what they've done, we we would probably be speaking a different language right now and not living free as we do. So, um, so yeah, it's a long list and it's something uh, that we're very passionate about. Clearly, man, you, you, man, that is so many. Um, yeah. And I'm not saying that like, that's a bad thing. That's impressive. That's very awesome. Like you've done great work. It would seem that's awesome, man. I love that, man. And, uh, you know, ski Rex media also support the, the United States military. I've had family and friends, as I said, Navy and Marine Corps, um i didn't go myself but that's a whole other story that nobody needs or wants to hear so <laughs> one more um, i'll give a shout out to is the adopt a platoon program as well so uh we sure. always get hooked up with a 10th mountain platoon that's deployed and it's a lot of fun to support uh those 18 to 22 men and women in that platoon uh with different uh snacks and magazines and little gifts while they're deployed so that's always a, a fun uh organization to support uh, so it's, it's, uh, the adopt a, a platoon program is something that we've done every year since, uh, since we started. So very good. That's awesome, yeah. man. So before we get into too much of what you actually make, let's let, let's something I, I said before, and I'm going to, I'm going to, I'm going to, I'm going to beat that dead horse a little bit more. We're not talking posers here. So Jay, you ski in the Northeast. I know that, um, I assume if you're going to be in stow tomorrow, you're going to get some runs in. Yeah. Hopefully, yes, most definitely. Do your best. Um, yes, yeah, do your yeah, best. Yeah. And, and ride. You get out there, ski ride. Doesn't matter either one. You had no. I'm a skier through and through, Tim. Absolutely. Okay. I was first on skis when I was three years old. I moved out here in '98, and certainly still a, a big passion of ours, big passion of mine, a big passion of our our whole companies. It's uh, to a point where we make sure we uh, make sure uh, we buy a full time pass, uh, provide a full time ski pass for all of our uh, employees as well. So we want to encourage our team to get out on the mountain and enjoy themselves and and uh, and, and uh, have a good time on the mountain. So, see, you can't get more legit than that. Your sales representative is skiing and not only is the boss skiing, but is getting a pass for everybody. Everybody's skiing or riding. If that's yeah, what you're darn doing. right. I'm yeah. not a good snowboarder. <laughs> yeah, I suck at snowboarding, so I don't do that. Uh, that's awesome, man. I, I'm glad, you know, um, that that it's real, that it's awesome, because yeah. there are, I know people who will go to the hater realms first. They'll see 10th Mountain, be like, well, that's bullshit. They don't know anything about it. I was like, well, I think it kind of does, and <laughs> does ski. So, you know, haters, don't be hating. It's not cool. Um, so with that out of the way, because we're not, we're definitely legit. We definitely know our history. What are we making out there in, in Colorado, man? I, I'm looking yeah, at sure. it, but I'll let you explain it because you'll do it a hell of a lot better than I will. <laughs> you got it. Uh, just to reiterate, four different kinds of whiskeys, uh, and then a potato vodka, a cordial, and a, and a uh, brandy as well. We're, our best seller is uh, 10th Mountain Bourbon, uh, which is uh, a, a large category these days. It is uh, certainly uh, our uh, flagship product. Uh, it's 75% corn, 21% rye, 4% malted barley. 
We make all of our spirits in a 500-gallon combination pot column still at our distillery. We age on site. We label and bottle on site. Everything ships out of our facility in Gypsum. So our bourbon is our best seller. Our most awarded, most recognized spirit is our rye whiskey, our 10th Mountain Rye Whiskey. Uh, it is delicious. It's a little bit different than our bourbon. It's going to be, we like to compare rye bread versus cornbread. So rye whiskey versus bourbon. Bourbon has to be at least 51% corn. Ours is 75% corn. Uh, so we like to compare those different uh, uh, flavor notes from rye bread to cornbread. That's a good comparison. That uh, really paints a good picture for people with, if they're not familiar familiar with what rye whiskey is or what a bourbon is. Uh, we also started uh, started making a single American single malt whiskey about five six years ago when we we uh, started selling that, bottling that, and released that about two years ago. So American single malts are a smaller category, but something that is growing. It's finally recognized by the feds as an actual whiskey category. It took a while to get there, but it actually is. It uh, doesn't really mean anything to the end consumer, just that American single malts are a category now. Uh, and then we make an unaged whiskey, which is uh, clear as water, uh, clear as vodka, if you will, but it's an unaged whiskey. It's our Colorado Clear Mountain Moonshine, and it's 100% unaged corn whiskey at 80 proof. So, okay. and it comes in a mason jar as it should, right? Absolutely. <laughs> Good luck to anybody who can handle it. Yep, exactly. Right. Shout it's out to you guys. It's actually quite flavorful. Uh, it won't, you won't be breathing fire after it. It's actually a sippable, flavorable moonshine. Okay. It goes great in the Bloody Mary. So, All right, um, so there you go. See? Yeah. Vodka, vodka is 35% of the overall spirits market. Most vodkas are grain-based. Uh, we didn't want to come out with just another grain-based vodka. So uh, I prefer potato vodka anyways. And so we decided to uh, release a potato vodka, uh, which uh, is really uh, connects with the skiing industry. It's got a downhill skier on it. Uh, our, our typical logo is a, a silhouette soldier, 10th uh, Mountain soldier carrying skis with a rifle on his back. Uh, but our vodka label, we changed up and uh, put a downhill skier on the front of it, just a silhouette of it. Uh, so people love to gravitate to, to that, uh, certainly in the ski towns. Uh, we had a chance to make brandy. Uh, brandy was never on our uh, on our list of spirits to make. But I had a friend call me up and said he had a bunch of leftover Pinot Noir and asked if I wanted it to uh, make brandy out of because he just distilled a Pinot Noir wine and then age it in our used bourbon barrels. And so we uh, got into the brandy game as well. And then speaking of Opre, our last uh, but not least spirit is our Alpenglow Cordial, which is a sage peach vanilla cordial. It's amazing as a Opre drink on, on ice where it goes great in a hot chocolate or coffee. Actually mixes really well with our rye whiskey as well. And so uh, we wanted to come out with somewhat of a schnapps uh, kind of influenced uh, by the European uh, ski, ski industry and the Opre scene over there. Yeah, but we wanted to use some uh, flavors that were here in Colorado, but that weren't on the shelf yet in a, in a, a bottle of a, a bottle of spirits. And so uh, we came up with the Alpenglow uh, Cordial, Sage Peach Vanilla Cordial. So that's cool. our uh, that's our seven spirits. And some of them very unique, as you said. Um, the the 10th Mountain Potato Vodka bottle is beautiful. Um, I saw it immediately. In fact, there's a photo in your media kit where it's on some snow covered logs. It's, I would put that on a poster on my wall. Right. It's, <laughs> yeah. it's beautiful. It might, might be coming to a billboard near you sometime soon. Huh? <laughs> I would love that. I'll take a picture of it. Um, maybe steal it. Not saying I would, but right. I know, I might be feeling squirrely. Um, yeah, no, it's, it's beautiful. And, and as I, as I alluded to before, actually, I didn't actually say it. I, vodka was my 
hard of choice. Um, definitely a silver bullet drinker when it came to beer. So shout out Colorado some more. There you go. But uh, um, yeah, the the bottle's beautiful. And like I said, if I was gonna try any of them personally, that would be the one I would try. Not saying that anything good or bad, just that was my preference back in the day and would probably still be so. But you know, again, all when you make this stuff, it is unique. People tell me this, and this is where before we started recording, I made a joke about my lack of palate. Um, but seriously speaking, I couldn't sit in with, I don't know. It's like blind taste test whiskeys and tell you who made what, where, um, you have like wine sommeliers who can tell you where it came from just from the taste of it, where in the world by like 20 feet, it, it's ridiculous. I could never do that. So how, how are you making, you don't have to get too technical about it, but how unique are, what are, are the, are, are the spirits you make? Like, yeah, certainly Tim yeah, absolutely. Right. And uh, to your point, a lot of people ask us what kind of tasting notes they might be uh, looking for in our rye whiskey, our bourbon, our single malt. We're happy to sit there and walk them through a tasting and, and talk about what they might be smelling, what might be uh, on their palate, maybe what the finish is like. Most importantly is, do you like it or do you not like it? You know, if they don't like it, then let's find something you do like. Or if you like it, then great. Let's pour you a second one and have a good time, right? As long as, and a lot of people are like, hey, do you mind if I mix this? Can I put some, put it over ice? Or is there any way that that you're going to take offense to how I'm drinking it? And we're like, no, however you want to enjoy it, enjoy it, right? It's, it's uh, and certainly that's how we look at it too. If, if you want to drink it out of a rocks glass or out of a snifter or out of a Glencarn or the hell out of a pint glass or a plastic solo cup, we don't really care as long as you're enjoying it and having a good time. Right. So um, we're all that. about the com camaraderie around it as well. Sitting down, uh, maybe sat down with a stranger. Then an hour later, you became best friends and you're going on the hill tomorrow for a ski day together. Um, so there's, you know, the camaraderie around it is something that's very important, certainly in the skiing industry as well. Uh, a lot of good camaraderie going on there. So uh, we have a 500 gallon, 100 percent copper combination pot column still from Vendome. Vendome has been manu manufacturing still since the early 1900s. They make stills for all the big guys. And then a couple of us smaller craft guys are lucky enough to get our hands on them on occasion. Uh, nice. We make about a barrel of whiskey a day. Uh, the big right. guys make uh, 1,500 barrels a day. Uh, and then the big guys on their bottles will put that they have a, a small batch whiskey, etc. cetera. Mm -hmm. uh, in reality, all everything that we make is a small batch. You know, there's there's we don't make the we don't have the capacity to do 1500 barrels a day. Uh, we're happy doing one barrel a day and are very proud, prideful of that. Uh, we make it all by we don't use computers when we're manufacturing our spirits. It's all done by smell and taste and feel uh, with our we have two full time distillers that uh, are making making our spirits on a daily basis. So uh, it is certainly craft. It's something we're very proud of uh it's uh it's made by hand and uh you're welcome to come check it out anytime you want as well uh and do a tour with us or sit down at our taste room when it's uh, at in vale village too so that's awesome guys and small batch it might be if you're asking for it you might have to be high on the list yes or no i think that's a question for uh jay man is it can you can you fill orders like if they say we want this because of it's made in small batches like this is the this is the uh this is no longer Tim from Ski Rex. This is Tim from the logistics retail background. How 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 easy is it for you to sell, say, a certain amount, whatever the order is, to balance out with what's being manufactured? If that makes sense, Jay. I'll let you take that, Ryan. 
Yeah, sure, absolutely, right? Yeah, yeah. Tim, I, I think just... uh, we're, we're uh, yeah, making a barrel a day. Uh, it equates to about 300 bottles a day, roughly, uh, per barrel, depending on the proof, depending on the angel share that's evaporated over the aging process as well. Uh, but roughly about 300 bottles. And we're not to a point yet where there's certainly the supply, demand, and cash flow balance of the overall business. It's quite tricky. Uh, but Jay's out there hustling to make some great sales. But we haven't come to a point yet where I'm getting nervous about maybe selling too much and not having enough whiskey yet because it is a tricky business, right? It's a product that we can make and distill today, but then it's got to lie down for, for us at least two years um, sure. is our minimum age statement. So uh, we have to, I'm looking at two years from now and to how that looks and sales wise, et cetera. So, um, but with that said, if somebody, we do barrel picks as well. So if there's a specific liquor store or maybe the Von Trapp Resort or something that wants something that's unique to them, we'll send out samples, uh, blind samples, and have them taste through nine different samples and have them choose sample D, right? And then D happens to be 110 proof, three-year-old bourbon. And then that becomes their barrel pick that is only sold at their resort. Or maybe Stowe Mountain wants to do a barrel pick with uh, uh, a specific barrel themselves. And so we can do that. So that's that's extremely small batch. Everything we do is small batch, but then that's taking it into another uh, nano batch at that point, right? So Sure. Well, that, actually, that's very interesting to me because I, you know, you just gave out that number one barrel, 300 bottles. I would never have thought you'd pull 300. And again, I'm not doing it. I've never done it. I'm not experienced in it, um, in the, in the making of it. I am experienced. I may not drink anymore, but I've had my share, believe me. Um, you know, I'm not experienced in it. So I had no idea. And you know, that, that's actually a lot more coming out than I realized, which means yeah. those big corporate guys are pumping out tons of the stuff. I had no idea it was that kind of, you know, those kind of numbers that that's actually very interesting to me. Another question that's actually very interesting to me, and I don't know if, if this has anything to do with what you make, but it's the difference in state legality. Uh, for instance, well, people see moonshine and they wonder, is that illegal? Is it made out in stills out in the woods? Like the guy on the TV, I was like, I doubt it. Uh, but like, for instance, I've heard Everclear can only be go up to so many proof in California where in like say New Jersey it can go to its max like do you have to worry about any of that is that a thing? yeah it's something that governs our whole industry and it takes unfortunately it takes a lot of fun out of it is all the paperwork that we have to abide by you know those rules are in place for the right reasons as well sure. uh, you want to know what the as a consumer what you're getting uh, what states on the bottle the proof the volume in the bottle so you you, you want to go into it being educated, right? Uh, moonshine uh, itself is a slang term. It yeah. is, it's used to kind of, to reference an untaxed spirit. Uh, yeah. All, all distilleries that are above the table uh, are federally, federally and state regulated uh, on a federal level. We all have a DSP, a distilled spirits production license. Uh, and we have to fill out paperwork every two weeks. Uh, the, the feds can come into our distillery and, and track everything from A to Z anytime they want. Uh, but moonshine is, so with our, our name, Colorado Clear Mountain Moonshine, it's a good alliteration that rolls off the tongue, but it's technically an unaged whiskey, which is the category of spirit sure. that's in. And unaged whiskey is actually on the label as well. Uh, the name of the okay. spirit, like like 
uh, our bourbon whiskey is bourbon, but it's 10th Mountain bourbon. Our Colorado Clear Mountain Moonshine, we're just having some fun with it. Uh, but Moonshine has traditionally been referred to as an untaxed spirit. It's those guys that are on the TV making it uh, down by the creek in the woods, uh, trying not to get caught and are running from the, from the cops. Uh, for us, we're above the table. The cops come into our tasting room on their days off to hang out with us, so that's kind of fun. There you go. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, so it's all it's all good there. Uh, certainly do a lot of work with uh, first responders and whatnot. A lot of those guys and gals have a military background, so it's um, it's very parallel uh, with what we have going on anyway. So, um, but yeah, it's it's all it's all regulated. Uh, certainly above the table. Uh, there are a lot of a lot of uh, uh, guys doing it under the table still which is kind of fun if you have one of those friends, um, just, just be careful doing that. Uh, but then and it's, it's all completely regulated by the, by the fed. So. Yeah. Very interesting. Again, I, 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 I understand the difference in some of the legality, but not all of it. So I, I was definitely interested. Um, and obviously you, you have the whole thing and you'll tour, you'll give people tours of what you do. So it's all yeah. up and up all good. Very awesome. We have a whole bunch of stuff. So, how do we get it? Let's sell some stuff. How can people get this? Well, that's up to Jay. He's making all the sales there in the Northeast. So it's uh, we're, we're getting more and more uh, distribution locations there in the Northeast on a daily basis. So Jay's up there working his tail off. Uh, certainly going to see it around the Stowe area and Vermont area more. Uh, Jay spent last uh, ski season in New Hampshire. And so we're also distributed in Maine uh, areas around Massachusetts, Rhode Island, uh, around the state of New York as well. So we have the Northeast not completely covered, but getting uh, more and more locations on a, on a daily basis. Uh, it's illegal for us to ship direct to consumer, uh, okay. uh, but we can use a third party to ship on our behalf. So you can go on our website, tentwhiskey.com. That's one zero TH whiskey with an E dot com. And you can buy spirits, buy a place in order there. Uh, it's completely branded like us. It's just we have to use a third-party fulfillment company to, to ship it to you. Um, actually, we made a promo code for all your listeners. If you use promo code SKI, uh, capital S-K-I, you get 10% off. So uh, go ahead and plug that in the promo box when you're checking out for uh, a little added discount. And uh, and the, the uh, it'll make it to your door within a week usually is about what it does. So if you if there's not a liquor store, bar, or restaurant close to you that you can find our spirits in, you can always go online and try it as well uh, and, and check it out that way. So Awesome. So that's awesome, everybody. If you want to try it, if you don't see Jay walking around, um, you know, selling the stuff or someone that he has helped to sell the stuff, you can still get it. Capital S, K-I, 10% off. Everybody, don't sleep on it. Go get it. Uh, links are in the description, in the show notes. Don't look at it if you're driving. Wait, if you're listening to the podcast in the car, pull over, wait till you get home, wait to get to work, then go on the computer at work and go ahead and order a bottle of whiskey. That should make your boss very happy. Awesome, guys, man. So what else we got? Anything else you want to get out there? Because, again, 10th Mountain Whiskey, 10thwhiskey.com. You can find everything. I'm looking at the site right now. Very easy to um, navigate, merch, bottles, all the all the stuff you want, plus all the information and directions, um, plus social media links. Man, you're everywhere. This is this is fantastic. I love it. Yeah, Tim, our social handle is 10th MTN Whiskey, and that's across all socials, even on TikTok these days and, and doing that. Um, you can also, Jay uh, just uh, sold into uh, Stowe Resort, Stowe Mountain Resort, so you can uh, not, you don't have to come off the mountain during your ski day to enjoy 
uh, a, a glass of our whiskey. We don't want you getting inebriated while you're skiing. Everyone knows not to do that, but uh, certainly enjoy one at lunch uh, while you're on the mountain too. So keep a lookout for our bourbon that's on uh, on Stowe Mountain Resort there. So, and then also if you're out here in, in uh, Colorado, we're uh, we're all over the resorts out here and all over the all over the state as well. So, absolutely, yeah, we definitely have Colorado friends in Ski Rex Media out there. So. Guys and dolls, if you're out there, check it all out. Uh, Jay here with me in New England. You got any specific places other than Stowe that you can rattle off? Yeah, I know a lot of... de- ahead, yeah, most, yeah, yeah, most definitely. We're uh, in North Conway, New Hampshire, uh, Cranmore, Atitash, Wildcat. Uh, we're up nice. in Cannon Mountain. So our goal is to be in pretty much every ski resort in the Northeast. Uh, that's my goal, so... We are so, yeah, we're also sponsoring a 10th Mountain Ski Team uh, out of Cranmore uh, for the uh, Schneider Cup. Cool. So oh, we do that cool. as well. And then we do a uh, Meister Cup. Jay, one every, sec, man. Every... Why are you talking about the ski team? We got to talk yeah. about the results from last year, right? Oh, yeah, the results for sure. So we were uh, we won. We won last year. Uh, <laughs> we, were, we were the first year in it, and uh, we won. So that was a big accomplishment. So we're, we're back to do it again this year. So we're very excited about that. Nothing like coming out and taking it on your first year, man. Yeah, we uh, it was very, very, it was very cool. Now, are are you racing on the team, Jay? Do you have a racer so, background? Yeah, so I grew up ski racing. I've been skiing since I was two. I raced out of North Conway, New Hampshire. Okay, sure. And I, uh, yeah, pretty much, pretty much my whole life. Did a, did a he might have had a little home sport. mountain advantage, right? <laughs> so yeah. that's all right. We'll take it. <laughs> did a Nothing season on the pro tour. Yeah, so oh, cool. I'm Very I'm a definitely awesome. an avid avid skier. That's my. That's awesome. That's what I do. So yeah, that's fantastic. See, Jake can smoke people on the mountain. It's great. <laughs> Racing something I can never do well. I've I've never really tried it, but I know I can't do it well. I I, I just know that. Yeah, racers are on another level. It's a different level. Now I'm not saying better or worse. I'm saying it's different. It's a lot of fun to watch, man. Um, I'll you know if you're. If you're at one of these places racing, tell me. I'll come take a look, man. I, I like watching racing. It's a even downhill speed events are action sports, just like the guys who are doing flips and stuff. Guys and girls are doing flips and stuff. It's all an action sport, and it's wonderful. Cannon Mountain, you said shout out to them. I love it. Bay sounds like if you're skiing indie or epic pass, you can get Tenth Mountain. That's fantastic. So shout out to both of those passes. I ride both of those myself. Awesome. I think we've plugged the name. I think we plugged everything. Capital SKI discount code, 10% off for 10th Mountain. You could go there. You can order. They'll get it done for you. Very awesome, dude. I'm going to try the vodka at some point. When I can find it, if I can get my hands on it, I'll get it. <laughs> 10% off, man. I'll get it. Plus, that <laughs> bottle is gorgeous, man. I love it. Thank Thanks, you. guys. Tim, thank you, bud. Keep up the good work yeah. in the industry. We hope to see you guys on the hill making some turns. Give us a holler if you see us out there. There you go, everybody. Shout out to Jay. Shout out to Ryan. It's going to be a lot of fun. Don't hang up right away, guys. Um, Stay on. I'll tell you when to leave. Don't leave me just yet. I have problems. I have separation anxiety or whatever. Um, Again, all links are in the show notes. Tenth, excuse me, tenthwhiskey.com. You can order from there. You can get merch from there. You get all the information you need, directions uh, for the Vail locations, all the contact information you need. So when Jay comes around or maybe if you need him around, Give them a call. They'll find you. You can find them, and we can get some of 10th Mountain's whiskey and spirits into your bars and restaurants and stores and what have you. Right? Right. Thank you, guys. I really do appreciate it. Thank you, Jay and Ryan. Thanks, Tim. Thank we'll you. See you guys. 
And there they go. Ryan Thompson, founder of 10th Mountain Whiskey and Spirit Company out there in Vail, Colorado. And Jay Baldessari, Northeast's sales rep for 10th Mountain Whiskey and Spirit. If you need it and you're here in the Northeast in New England, give Jay a shout and he'll come sell it to you. And we'll get you all stocked up. But if you are not looking to fill a restaurant or a bar or a pub or your local liquor store or what have you, you can, as Ryan said, order from the website. It takes them a couple steps, but they can get it to you. And if you are a listener and fan of Ski Rex Media, capital S and then K-I, Ski. And that'll get you 10% off your order. You can get a 10% discount to 10th Mountain Whiskey and Spirit Company. I think you should take that and run with it. I'm going to try it too. I, I don't drink. I have not drank anything with alcohol in many, many years. But the vodka I do find intriguing. So maybe I'll get that, get a sip of it, and then it'll become a gift for someone to finish. And I have plenty of friends who drink whiskeys and bourbons and other things too. So maybe I'll get them in on it, see what we can do. We'll figure something out. And then if you are in the Vale area... Go get your tour of the distillery. Go get your history lesson on the 10th Mountain Whiskey and Spirit Company. If you were part of the 10th Mountain Division, currently, if you are currently part of the 10th Mountain Division or formerly of the 10th Mountain Division, a veteran or any veteran as well, thank you for your service. Ski Rex Media 100% supports the servicemen and women of the United States of America as we all should i think i think uh, i've had as we were talking about earlier i've had family and friends in the military tons of them and i support the military wholeheartedly all of our service people for the work they do right right again thank you or i shouldn't say again i'm just saying it for the first time in this episode but thank you for listening to the ski rex media podcast i hope you enjoyed this episode i hope you enjoyed the previous episode and the next episode if you have not heard the previous one and are not ready to hear the next one please subscribe to the ski rex media podcast on your favorite podcasting app or Podbean or youtube or on patreon where you get the show on the sunday before everybody else the show comes out on wednesday you can get it on sunday and you can get it with no ad read at the beginning you could get all that it's only a buck a month over on patreon patreon.com slash ski rex media or head to skirexmedia.com and you can get linked over from there also be advised the where the i gotten today as i'm recording this i have gotten the first new sample piece from the new ski rex media merch shop i'm going to check that out and the ski rex media merch shop is probably going to be reopening soon man check it out patreon the merch shop the speak pipe voicemail speakpipe.com ski rex slash ski rex media or once again skirexmedia.com and as always the links and everything are in the show notes, the podcast description, all that fun stuff. I have rambled on and I'm about to hit our hour mark and the theme song might take us over a little, but that's okay. I hope you enjoyed the whole thing. I hope you're having a good day. I hope you're out there getting your share of skiing and riding in and I will see you out there on the hill, my friends, later. Later.